Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thank you for listening on all of the major podcast platforms in the country, in the world, for that matter. We are on all of them, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Buzzsprout, whatever you choose. Please get out there and subscribe to us and listen. We appreciate it. And if you want to see me in all of my glory as I record these wonderful and intellectually mature podcasts, you can head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel over there. And please like the videos that you watch. So today, we, you know, COVID-19 is now just part of the general misinformation campaign being launched by the new Democratic Socialist Party. Really, it's not about health anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not even really about being a pandemic. A pandemic, I looked this up. Go ahead and look it up. It's defined as something that affects, quote, vast majorities of people. And number two, quote, vast geographic areas. So with less than 1% of the total population affected in the United States and only certain pockets of the world affected, I don't think this thing is by definition a pandemic. And I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted about why every media outlet, every, you know, commentator, every newscaster is calling this thing a pandemic. I think, you know, there, there's wordplay definitely being used, ladies and gentlemen. Take, for example, let's just look at the word quarantine. Quarantine is a term appropriately used for the sick. It always has been. We should quarantine the sick to keep them safe and healthy. But now the term is being substituted for what the New Democratic Socialist Party really wants to do to us. They want to place us under house arrest. That's right. And social distancing, that's another one. It's a misnomer. There's nothing social about forced isolation of any type. And when they say, you know, we're safer at home, this is, it's just not true on so many levels. There are millions of Americans who don't have basic needs at home. Millions can't afford a home if they can't get out of the home to work. And getting government handouts, that doesn't work. It robs everybody of dignity. What is the dignity in that? Now, I know there are members of the mob who won't care. They'll love the handout. They don't care about dignity. They want to sit on the front porch every day and just drink beer. Yeah, I get that. I get that segment. But, but, but what the New Democratic Socialist Party wants, they want your dependency. And they want your slavery. They want your captivity. That statement Everybody's better off at home. It assumes that everyone's home is as safe as those who would place you under house arrest. The rich, new Democratic Socialist Party elites. Then there's a statement. Let's look at this one. This is for the better good. What we're doing right now is for the better good. That's absolute BS. When you wreck an entire economy causing misery and suffering, causing millions of people to lose businesses that they've spent their lives building, and then financially ruining millions of others. It's not good for anyone. There is no better good in this scenario. To, to think such things as that reaches to the very pinnacle of intellectual immaturity. And we need to stop saying, this is the new normal. 
That's subtle, but yet very powerful mind control at its best. There is absolutely nothing normal about forced isolation of the healthy. There is nothing normal about economic shutdowns, schools shutting down, when everyone under the age of 45, and especially children, are statistically unaffected, unaffected by COVID-19. Being forced to wear masks when masks do little to nothing to prevent any virus is not normal. Being misinformed about actual death numbers, when in reality, there have not been hundreds upon thousands of deaths from COVID as a primary cause of death. If you want to be truthful and look at the real numbers, in reality, there's been less than 15,000 people who have died of COVID-19 when it is the primary cause of death. Everybody else was either medically fragile or had some sort of pre-existing medical condition. It's not normal for hospitals to list COVID-19 as a COVID death when the patient had a lifelong heart issue and died of a heart attack, and just because he had the virus and he was asymptomatic, the virus wasn't bothering him at all, it's listed as a COVID death. That's, that's just not normal. And it's not normal to be told that we have to live in fear of a virus that's supposedly so terrible and so deadly that you have to be tested in order to know if you have it. Think about that. This terrible, deadly virus. You, you have to be tested in order to know if you have it. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's The illogic is astounding, and you can't make this up. If the virus is so deadly, ladies and gentlemen, why hasn't it wiped out the homeless population? They don't wear masks. They don't social distance. They don't wash their hands on a regular basis. They don't live in clean conditions. Most of them are over the age of 45. Think about it. Last year, millions of people died from malaria and tuberculosis. Why aren't we or why weren't we told to wear a mask then? Hell, we, we should be, according to the false logic and the fear-mongering of the left, we should have been wearing masks since the dawn of the Republic. We should have been. That's, after all, what they want. They want us to become slaves to their new Democratic Party's wish. Here's why we weren't wearing a mask prior to this. During those worse viral quote-unquote pandemics, all of those that went on around the world from TB or malaria or the rotavirus, that's a good one. You ought to look it up. Rotavirus. It's basically diarrhea. Millions of people die from diarrhea every year. But the reason we're not wearing masks during these issues that I'm talking about now is because the mainstream media was not telling us to wear a mask. Because when the 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis last year, it wasn't a pandemic. Not any more so than COVID-19 is a pandemic. The only pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, that we have here is a wildly unnecessary pandemic of fear and panic over a virus that has basically a 100% recovery rate for typical people. And yes, like any other disease, like any other disease, it will affect and possibly kill those who are medically fragile or who have pre-existing medical conditions. Nothing new here, folks. Nothing new at all. Come in off of the ledge of panic. 
Let me walk you back into the room. Don't jump off of the ledge of fear and panic. What you're really participating in, all of this really, and other people have said this as well, is a beta test for artificial intelligence and facial recognition software that needs to have people in masks and socially distanced because the cameras work better that way and they need to learn what people look like when wearing the masks. It also collects data, ladies and gentlemen, on who is compliant, on which group, on which group, sir, which demographic does the propaganda work best, I wonder. Well, let's just look at the cameras. Let's look at the data. The beta test for artificial intelligence and facial recognition software for people who are wearing masks. And then we have the ironies, all of the many ironies in this situation. A society that kills millions of babies a year for the sake of convenience has shut itself down to prevent adults from dying. The new Democratic Socialist Party and its followers who would kill a human baby in the womb right up to the moment of death are now preaching to us about the sanctity of human life. A baby in the womb right up to the moment of birth, they would kill it. Snip its spinal cord, suck its brains out. Any of you who are religious, faithful, God-fearing people cannot, with any moral conviction at all, vote for a member of the New Democratic Socialist Party on that platform all by itself. Another irony, let's talk about the release of convicted criminals from jail due to the fear of getting COVID-19 in prison. But those of us who don't want to comply with mask mandates because we happen to think they're an infringement on our liberty are threatened with being put into jail. We have seen, ladies and gentlemen, none, zero of the so-called experts give us any accurate data during this time. Fauci? Give me a break. Fauci has never been correct, and words are important. He has never been correct about any of his predictions and his models of infection. There were never any hospitals being overrun at any time, ladies and gentlemen. We never had a shortage of ventilators. The news media has never been completely honest, and they have never run significant stories anyway about the low morbidity and the exceedingly high recovery rates from this thing. Somehow when we read headlines that say something like, more positive COVID-19 cases have been reported, we're supposed to interpret that as to, oh my God, that means more people are going to die. When in fact, less and less people are dying from it. And when you look at total numbers of COVID-19, primary cause of death, as I said, the numbers aren't even over 15,000. When the government shuts down millions of businesses, but doesn't lay off a single government employee, it's not about health. When you can't go to the dentist or have a colonoscopy, but you can get an abortion, it's not about health. When government prevents you from buying seeds and plants for your garden, but allows you to go buy booze and cigarettes, it's not about your health. Now, from out of these fires, and I mean, really, quite literally, out of these fires that are going on around the country, out of the fires of this panic, the mob has risen. A group of rioters, looters, rapists, murderers, felons, arsonists, anarchists, you know the group. They're the electoral base of the new Democratic Socialist Party. I mean, they must be. 
right? Because members of that party, Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, Ilhan Omar, and all of the others, they have never, not once, publicly condemned the mob and their violence. They have never come out and said, don't topple statues, don't erase our history. And take note, these mobs, look at where they're rising up. They're rising up only and destroying only cities that are run and managed by the new Democratic Socialist Party. And now they're coming after your guns. Literally, look at St. Louis, the McCluskey family, defending their home, having been threatened with the death of his wife and their dog and destruction of their property. You've seen the images, undoubtedly, them both on the lawn with their firearms, their legal firearms, protecting what they perceived as a threat. And that's all the law needs. If you have a perception of a threat, you can defend yourself. But the government served them a search warrant and their weapons were confiscated. That is stunning. It's unlawful. Now, look, I know that the McCluskeys are going to prevail in court. Of that, I have no doubt. But I have and I still call on Governor Mike Parson of Missouri to step in and put an end to this unlawful prosecution of the McCluskeys. The waste of money pursuing this. The, the, the whole lack of any kind of logical reason. You have an ultra left wing city prosecutor. Governor Parson, you are a Republican governor. Put an end to this nonsense. You are up for election this year. But there's a basic fundamental principle at stake here, and we're going to have to answer it, ladies and gentlemen, at the polls this November. The principle is this. Our founders intended our government to serve us, to protect us, not to govern our own personal decisions about personal health and personal safety. Are we going to consent to giving up personal liberty, personal decisions about health and safety, and allow ourselves to become the slaves of the new Democratic Socialist Party? That is a legitimate question because it has now become a, leg a legitimate potential reality. Or are we going to reserve making our own decisions about personal health and safety for ourselves and the health and, and, and for that of our families and our children? Because if you really want to know who's in charge, think about this. If you really want to know who is in charge, just think about who you can criticize and speak out against without the fear of retribution or retaliation. That's the new Democratic Socialist Party mob that you see in the streets. If you disagree with them, if you speak out against them, retribution and retaliation and violence may rain down upon you. We have no substantial Republican leadership other than that of the president speaking out against these people. If they would only know, these leaders, how hungry we are for that kind of leadership. There's a, there are vast millions of people who will vote and support President Trump. There's no doubt about it. It's the vast majority of people in this country. But you won't see them putting a bumper sticker on their car. You won't see them wearing a MAGA hat. And they're not going to put a yard sign in their yard because they are afraid that the mob will vandalize their car, attack them personally, 
or throw a rock or spray bullets through their living room window. Yeah, the all-welcoming, all-loving party that the New Democratic Socialist Party claims they were has never existed. They were never accommodating or welcoming of anybody who didn't want to become their slave and their captive and become their dependent. Thankfully, and although it's dreadful, and we see a lot of this on television, the mob represents less than one half of 1% of our population. They will never be mainstream and they will always be marginalized. But they control 90% of what the media puts on television and they control the whole of the membership of the New Democratic Socialist Party's leadership. Clearly it must have been true because as I said, the New Democratic Socialist Party leadership has never, not once, stepped to the podium, the microphone, the television cameras, to condemn the violence. Change it? You bet we can change it. Is this the end of our republic as we know it? Hell no, it's not. The vast majority of Americans get sickened every time they see a new Democratic Socialist Party leader make a decision that shuts down the government. Look at California. Governor Newsom out there shutting down the entire state again for a virus that has a 100% recovery rate, statistically speaking. Every outrageous decision like that, whether it's made by Governor Inslee in Washington State or Mayor Jenny Durkin, who's probably going to be ousted for office because of her allowance of Chaz and the murder and the rapes that went on there under her watch that she's culpable in, or whether it's Newsom in California, with every crazy, kooky mandate they issue, they nudge the country closer towards the Republican Party. And mark my words, I've said it before, outside of Los Angeles and Hollywood, California has a lot of Republican districts. You may well see California vote Republican and go red in November for the presidential election. You may see it. I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility. You may see lots of states go red. In fact, you may see all of them go red. The American people see this nonsense of the mob, and they associate it, rightly so, with the leadership of the New Democratic Socialist Party. But have faith, my friends. America is blessed. You are blessed. We have a pack of blessings on our back. We're going to get through it. Every adversity, every challenge, every tragedy, don't forget this. They are blessings waiting to be born with proper perspective. You are blessed. You're a child of God. And there are good things ahead for you and for this country. Thanks for listening to The Right Side with Doug Billings on all of the major podcast platforms in the world. And thank you for watching, if you are, all of this gloriousness over on YouTube. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Good night.